Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. I'm back again, you know, with, with Tyler as, you know, obviously because he's the co-host, that would make sense. But yeah, um, we're back. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about, to be completely honest, but, um, you know, we always think of things. We'll probably end up on a lot of tangents, as we often do, but... Yeah, we're here. Um, first thing, just while it's fresh in my mind, um, as we're recording this, it is Friday, and uh, Hickman, who is a, well, was technically a Bolton player, still is, but he has now been loaned out to National League side. I've forgotten what the name is. Kings Lynn, I think. Kings Lynn. Um, yeah. To Kings Lynn, so obviously we wish Hickman the best. Um, it's, this is kind of another one that's, it's not necessarily a surprise because I think Hickman's the one that you kind of expect almost to be loaned out at some point. But, I mean, in terms of like, you know, pretty much every loan that we've done has come out of nowhere, I think. You know, yeah. there's not really been any signs that that was going to happen. There wasn't any like, you know, reports on it or anything. Um it kind of just happened. Uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, Hickman, I think, can be a very good player, you know, very, very good player. Just needs experience, which I think is obviously the main reason he's gone out on loan. Um, but yeah, do you reckon Hickman could come back from this loan and then potentially start having more regular uh, football in the first team? Yeah, I think he can contend against Dorothy Jones and Brockbank, but he'll. The other person I think should get one though is Brockbank on the right hand side because I think he needs needs time away to get more experience because he, he is clumsy a bit but he does put in a good shift either on the left or the right. Mm. Going back to the Hickman stuff, he will con- he will contend for Jones and he'll give Jones a run for his money on that right back. Since when he's last played in like pre-season before we got Jones, he outran that right right back spot. And before we got Kioso, he outran that. He deserves his place in there. Not head of Jones, like, but like switch between them like now and again. Rotation, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. I mean, it, he, he is a very good player right now, but I think he just needs the time to develop and hit that next level. Because obviously, I mean, Everett has made it, you know, I mean, every Bolton fan knows that Everett has got high expectations for this team. So, you know, if you're not on the correct level, he's going to let you know about it. And he's going to be like, you know, especially with players like Hickman, he's going to be like, right, you're going here. You're going to like it. <laughs> That's it. You better come back better. <laughs> but I mean, I assume it wouldn't have been that straight up, but I mean, you, you get the idea. Um but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a good thing, the yeah. fact that he's gone out on loan. Um, not like the whole Taft situation. Yes, I've, I'm still bringing it up. <laughs> okay, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Like that's the thing, right? Every time we do one of these podcasts, it's probably going to get mentioned <laughs> it, at some point. Um, but that's just because I don't know. I've, I've, I've said this before. I'd just like to know what was going through his mind during, like when he made that decision. You know. And then, um, yeah, anyway, we're not going to dwell on that because <laughs> obviously that was a while ago. But 
yeah, I think it's it's going to be um, only a good thing for him. And then obviously, I hope he does come back, you know, because we never know. Um, but I hope he does come back and I hope he does <laughs> fit straight into the team again. Um, yeah. Now on to Bolton in general now, pretty much. Um, because, you know, it's pretty much the same as last week. You know, we're still winning, <laughs> which is amazing. But... There's not a lot six else we can say. Yeah, I mean, we've moved up to sixth now. We were seventh last week, I believe, when we recorded. Eighth. It was eighth. eighth. We were eighth when we recorded the podcast. And um, we've now jumped up to seventh. Um, I haven't watched the Oldham highlights yet, but um, I've, I've seen one of the goals, maybe both of them. I'll be I've seen but... the Red Cup. <clears throat> oh, I've seen that, yeah. That was on Twitter within two seconds of it happening. But, um, yeah, I mean, obviously... This is honestly probably some of the best football Bolton have played for a while. Um, I'm not talking about just this season. You know, obviously it's way better than last season for sure. But um, just in general, you know, I've said on a podcast before that you know before this season, the last real um, moment where I was like, oh my god, Bolton can actually play football, and I'm not talking in the sense of you know just run out and play football. Anybody can do that. I'm yeah. talking about, you know, actually playing football, not just going out for a kickabout with your mates, you know? Um, but yeah, the last time I was, like, blown away by the way Bolton were playing was um, not the last time we were in League One, but, you know, every, everybody will know the season I'm talking about. I think it was the 15-16 season, potentially. Um, Are we on the move? Around that. Uh, whenever we finished second in League One. <laughs> whenever that was. Um, <laughs> 1670. <clears throat> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, that, that was the last time I was like, oh, damn, we can actually like play football <laughs> and not just kind of, like I said, go over the kickabout with your mates. But um, yeah, uh, this team has really now gelled and it is showing massively. I mean, I, I, I'm just as shocked as anybody, I'll be completely honest, um, in the sense of, you know, at the start of the season, we were towards relegation. In fact, we were almost in relegation at one point. And in a matter of, what, six games, we've shot up to sixth? Like, yeah, that six baffles games. me. Six games five, is all it took. Five wins, one draw. But, I mean, I suppose it's also as well, given, you know, me and Tyler have said this multiple times, um, football's unpredictable this season. Yeah. Um, no matter Very. what league, anywhere in the world, anything can happen. Um, I mean, it shows League Two is very tight right now. You know, we're, we're like, what, three, four points off of the top three? That's four points off. We're even four points off first and we play them next Tuesday. Exactly. So if, if we win tomorrow <laughs> and win Saturday, no, no, win tomorrow and then win Tuesday, we could be top. Could be. But I mean, it obviously could depends be. on other results. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's mental to think about, you know? Like, the dream of potentially getting automatic promotion is still there. Um, Yeah. Obviously, me and Tyler, if you... Well, if you've seen Tyler's prediction video over on our YouTube channel, blah, 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 blah. I can speak English, I promise. But, um, yeah, if you've seen uh, the video that we did at the start of the season, um, yeah... Tyler predicted that we'd finish in the top three. I think you said, yeah, you said third, which is still a possibility. I was a lot more ambitious and said 
Wait, what did I say? I, I, my part never went out, but um, you said yeah, first. I think I said, yeah. Um, so yeah, that happened. But um, I mean, both are still a possibility, but I doubt we, we are going to get first. I'll be honest. Can't wait, to do, can't wait to do the end of the season prediction one. Find out <sighs> if I, how many I got right and how many I got wrong. I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I've lost what we, were t- what we were talking about other than the fact that it was the form. But yeah, um, we're winning games and it's a possibility mm. that we could get automatic promotion, which is third, which I'm going to be honest, I didn't know third was an automatic promotion place until I looked at the table the other day. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, for some reason, had it in my head that it was only first and second. But um, yeah, I mean third very big possibility and obviously it would be the easier way to do it realistically um because me and tyler have said before the playoffs would probably be your stressful time but then looking at you know our recent form and the players we've got now like madison imagine going into playoffs with players like madison kieran lee well i mean kieran lee would be a guarantee but you know like all our loan players that we've got you know like players like williams Players like Madison that we've brought Declan in. John. Yeah. Declan John. Players that we, oh, that we brought well. in. Yeah. Like we should, in theory, dominate playoffs. But again, it's Bolton Wanderers and it's 2021. Anything can happen. So just point just point point this out, though. I'd laugh my head off if we get automatic promotion and Tramia get playoffs and lose because they've been giving us stick. Oh, don't get me started on Tramia fans. Just don't. They've been giving us stick. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just Tramia fans down to a T, isn't it? They're not really bothered. Um, I mean, right now Tramia fans are probably celebrating every game that they win as if they've just won the league. Let's be real. Probably still celebrating um, one against Bolton. Probably, but um, yeah. Obviously, you could argue as well before somebody like comments it on YouTube channel or whatever. Um, <laughs> you could argue that we're doing the same thing, but the fact of the matter is, we're a better side than Tramia. <laughs> End off. Hundred <laughs> percent, million. Yes, okay. All the Tramia fans that are sat there right now with steam coming out of their ears, a few minutes that we've just said that. You look at it. One of the games you only won because of a referee, and the other game, you know what? Fair enough. We, we weren't up to it then. If you played our team now, <laughs> you honestly. Get it would it, it would be at least three nil. I'm just saying, um, yeah. But nevertheless, you won't you won't have the ref on your side. You won't have anything on your side. You get battered. <laughs> you would. It, it's just just facts. But um, yeah, uh, that leads me on to actually next thing I wanted to talk about um, is you know we've got some dynamic duos forming in the sense of you know we've got. You know, uh, Doyle and Arthur, just, you know, not uh, by the way, I'm not talking about necessarily like assisting each other, stuff like that. I'm just talking in general. Um, but obviously, one of the main talking points is Baptiste and Santos. Some have said that they are the best um, defensive duo in League Two. I would strongly agree with that. <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. lie. I know, um, I know I've given stick in the past, but Baptiste has become yeah. a baller in that defence. Baptiste, honestly, hats off to you because, you know, to, at the start of the season, you were a bit on and off, but um, now you, you're becoming more consistent and obviously we're winning games, so you can't really complain. Um, yeah, I mean, do you agree that they are probably the best in League Two? 
one of the yeah the best should I say the best defense we have in that league and no other teams comparing to us we've got John we've got Baptiste we've got Stonewall of Santos and we've got Jones our defense is pretty jokes, solid plus jokes behind as well no yeah. no other teams beating that can I just say as well Jilks, he's getting more praise than, than last week. Um, but I still don't think he's, he's getting enough. cracking saves against all of them. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think I've seen a few of them. Um, but yeah, I mean, just Jilks has been absolutely amazing over these past couple of weeks. Um, and I, quite frankly, don't see enough people giving him credit. Um, obviously, I know, okay, he's goalkeeper. He's probably, realistically, the goalkeeper can be one of the most how do I put this? Not unused, because obviously they're on the pitch, but like, you know, goalkeeper is kind of the position where they're not going to be doing as much necessarily to do with the actual game. Um, but obviously that just comes with the job. But, you know, a, a lot of people, are, I think, are not giving Jilts credit just in the fact that, you know, Jensen's not playing yet, which... To be honest, I don't think we need him right now. I mean, we will do at some point, let's be real. I think, but I, think right I could now, see him play, playing Jensen like towards the end. As soon as he knows where our position is, he'll play Jensen, I think. I I, I, don't, I don't know if that's the case because, I don't know, to me anyway, it looks like, um, obviously, Jilks is on form right now, so why would you take him out and risk, you know, Jensen? He may, may still not be settled. We don't know. But... Um, you know, let's say for the sake of, of this um, topic that he is settled, um, why would you risk, you know, putting him into that team and then, you know, maybe making a mistake because maybe he might be nervous. I'm not saying he would be, but, you know, to make a debut for a club like Bolton, it is a pretty nerve-wracking thing, I, I would imagine. Um, so, especially when there's so much pressure as well from ever on the players... You know, look look what happened to Krellin. Yeah, okay, you could argue that he gave him too many chances, but as soon as uh, Everton made up his mind, he was like, right, you're not playing. That's when he brought Jilks in, which was a very good decision. Um, but yeah, I think it will just be um, the fact of he doesn't want to take an unnecessary risk because obviously if he takes Jilks out now and brings in Jensen and then Jensen makes a mistake and we lose that game, that's kind of then falls on Everton. It's like, well, why did you take Jilks out if he's on amazing form right now? Um, it, it, it'd be a bit pointless. At least that's what it looks like to me. But um, I don't know. I think he might wait until Jilks isn't at his best. And then he might be like, right, okay, maybe now's the time. I'm not saying that Jilks is going to cost us games, but I'm just saying in the sense of, you know, maybe he lets in a couple more goals than he probably should do. Um, or maybe he just isn't, um, I don't know. Maybe he might just wait and see if if Jilks can like carry on doing this. He might just be running out, um, running out this period of time because obviously me and Tyler said when Jilks first started playing, um, that you know we we didn't know if he could play week in week out. So far, he's proven us wrong. He can play week in week out, but um, there's still the question of how long can he do it for? Because obviously. Jilks, I think, before he played the first game for us, hadn't, he, he'd been out. He hadn't played for like over a year, right? I think he, that's what I saw. He hadn't, he hadn't played for like about a year and a half. <clears throat> yeah. So, and then to come in and then actually like almost boost our form as well when he did come in was mental. Um, 
pardon me. But um, yeah, I just think he's he's waiting to see. You know, there will be a point where Jensen will come in. That's just fact. But um, I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, Jilks will finish out the season, and we've kind of brought in Jensen for no reason. But um, we never know. Uh, but obviously, the main thing that comes to my mind as well is this is now going to be a bit about Krellin. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know if he's developed. I've, I've said this. Um, no, I don't think he has. I've watched. I've watched him during training. Has. To be honest, um, in, inside Lost Stock on on YouTube, and he's still spilling the ball in situations where he should hold the ball. And that's what cost us games earlier on in the season. And the fact that he's still doing that is a bit concerning to somebody on the outside anyway. Um, maybe on the inside, you know, maybe he has changed and I hope he has, you know, and I hope he has developed. Um, because Krellin, I think, can, you know, given the right coaches, can definitely be a amazing goalkeeper. But... As of right now, it doesn't look that way. Hence, why he's not been given another chance yet. Um, but I don't know. What are your thoughts? Obviously, you just said that you don't think he's developed as well. Why do you think that think, is? I don't think he has because he's. I have seen some of the inside wash stuff. What you were talking about, he has. He's, he keeps spilling them too much. Where I think he. I'm not, I know I'm not a goalkeeper, but I think he comes for the ball too easily. Do you know yeah. where you see the lights? Where we see the likes of Jilts just he, he, almost, he, he almost goes for it just for the sake of it, doesn't he? Rather than yeah. actually thinking about it, he's kind of just like, Oh, ball, come in. Ah, oh, I must go. I'm, I'm not making it <laughs> to be a simpleton as well, by the way. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't think, he doesn't think of just in case the defenders are going for it or not. He just switches, but right, mindset, ball, I'm having it. Goes for it. If he spills yeah. it, goes straight to the guy, goal. <clears throat> I mean, the clip that comes to mind again. I, I don't remember what, who it was against, but when I he came out, he came out, tried to punch the ball, completely misses it, and then it ends up falling to the striker, and you know we lose that game. Like, yeah, yeah. There's two. There's two clips. That one's against Colchester, and the the one against Newport. Yeah, um, he literally come, he rushes out, and Santos is like, "What are you doing?" Santos yeah. moves so he doesn't get whacked in the back at head. Joe Crown uh, comes out, hits it, falls to the Newport striker, over him, goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, just going back to the inside loss stock as well, um, watching Jensen in training, he already looks better than Krellin, which <laughs> obviously, again, no disrespect to Krellin, you know, I, I assume he's not watching this, but I mean, if you are, um, no, no offence, but um, yeah, I. I just don't see him coming back into the team. I'm going to be completely honest. Um, and by all means, I hope he proves us wrong and, you know, does develop. And, you know, honestly, I hope he becomes one of the best keepers in in, in this league. But um, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, just looking at the difference in Jensen and obviously Jilks, let's imagine Jilks isn't in the picture. Um, just Kralin versus Jensen in the training uh, videos... Jensen already looks more comfortable when you know when the ball is coming towards him uh, than Krellin does. Krellin still almost looks nervous, I'd say, and, he, and when you're nervous as well during training, that should be alarm bells going off. Um, but yeah, I don't know. 
It's a weird situation with the goalkeeper situation because obviously I understand why people are like, oh, but we brought in Jensen, but he's not played yet. So kind of what's the point in bringing him in? But um, obviously at the same time, you have to then look at it and be like, right, but Jilx is doing a very good job right now. So why would you take that out and potentially risk dropping points? Because obviously we know now we have to win as many games as physically possible just to stay in promotion places. That's just fact. Um, I think the figure was like, I think Everett said 15 games, but I don't think that was right. But anyway, he said a few weeks ago um, before like the second half of the season, he said we needed X amount of points to obviously to get to playoff places, which we've now done. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, like we said earlier, top three still a possibility. Um, obviously, we'd like to be third, just so you know players can have a bit of extra rest and come back stronger next season, and then push and try and get back to the championship. Um, but I mean, realistically, I think we will now get promoted for for sure, yeah. one way or another. We're going to yep. we're, we're going up. Yep. Um, and you know what? You can clip this because I'm that confident that we that we will uh, be promoted I, by the end of this I'm season. I'm saying it on my chest. We are going up. We are going up. I I strongly agree. We we are definitely going up for sure. Um, whether it be through playoffs or whether it be because we get top three, we are going up. We will be in League One next season. End of. Um, I mean, there'll probably be a lot of Bolton fans that will probably call me deluded, but and guess me. what? I'm confident. <laughs> so, we have faith in the boys. I mean, obviously, that's not to say that obviously you lot don't, but obviously, like, of course, every Bolton fan, besides the one guy on Twitter I saw the other day that was making a very bad reference, besides him, <laughs> there was um, I don't even know you're about. Yeah, never mind. But um, yeah, obviously, we all have passion. You know, it just, you know, we, we all have difference of opinions. That's just it. Um, there will be some Bolton fans that will be the, you know, and I'm usually like this, so this is very different for me to be this confident, especially in a club like Bolton who have never really done it by the book, essentially. So, um, yeah, there will be a lot of people that are there being like, oh, you know what, no, I, I don't think we're going to get promoted, but that's just so, you know, people will be saying that, whether it be because they genuinely think that or because they just don't want to be disappointed if that happens. So, um it's almost like that thing, um, you know, don't have, uh, I don't know what the saying is, but it's basically like don't have expectations and then you're not going to be disappointed. Um, yeah, I, I'm usually one of those people, especially when it comes to Bowen, because <laughs> I try to crack court isn't great. But um, yeah, I do think we'll get promoted for damn sure. And if we don't, we don't. But I don't see that. You know, I I don't see an outcome where we do not get promoted. That's just it. Um, I think Tyler's frozen right now. You froze for me. There we you go. He's me. back. Apologies for that. If we both froze at the same time. Yeah. But um, your internet connection is unstable. Great. Well, this is going well. <laughs> we should be good. But um, yeah. I don't know if any of that was heard, but I'm going to assume it was. Um, but yeah. Let's move on. Uh, let's uh, just talk about our, our form in the past couple of games. I know we've been doing that, but 
more yeah. specifically to the games. Um, so, like I said, the Oldham one, I haven't really seen the highlights. I've just seen, I, I believe I've seen the goals. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just give me a quick rundown of, were we good? I don't, I don't know. We, we were obviously better than them, obviously. I mean, it's we hard, let's be we, ab- we absolutely outplayed them. Madison close again with a shot. Doyle should have had two. Even Arthur should have had one. Wait, yeah, Arthur should have had one. The on goal was so unlucky. I feel yeah, sorry. that's all. Right. <laughs> feel sorry for the lad. I mean, it's, that's just football, though, isn't it? <laughs> bad position, bad time. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. And then I think I saw Doyle's goal. Wait, Doyle. Was it Doyle? Miller again with the assist. Miller and yeah. Doyle. Miller, I mean, as well, Miller's been on mental form as well, by the way. Um, but yeah, Doyle, with the, how many goals is he on, though? He's on 13. 13 goals. I think the 25's still on, I'll be honest. Um, but I mean, I I don't know if he will get 25, but you never know. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it sounds like we were the better team. Um, which, I mean, even if we lose a game, we were the better team, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we just have been. Um, it is nice to see that we are scoring goals that win us games, but at the same time, I do think, it's like you just said, you know, Arthur should have had one. Madison should have had one. Um, everybody should have had one, you know? <laughs> but um, Go on, jokes. You get a goal. That's, that's just, I think that's the only thing we need to improve on now. We have to be even more clinical. Like, okay, yes, we are still winning games, which is fine, but, you know, if there is a game, for example, the Barrow game, I'd argue, I know, again, we still won that, but um, the fact that we had so many shots and only scored one goal is a bit... It's not concerning because, again, we're winning games, but it's just a bit like, yeah, it's like we probably should be scoring more goals. And um, obviously, if we score more goals, we put the game beyond doubt. And, you know, we become even an, an even better side. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think that's the only thing we can really improve on, to be completely honest. I think everything else about the team right now is almost perfect. Um, you know, we've got a lot of people that are on form. You know, we've got our, we've got our super subs, in the sense, whether it be Madison one week, but um, you can guarantee Arthur's probably going to be super Arthur, sub. Arthur, Esgrove. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like Ever said, um, we have firepower on the bench. Every game, whether they're starting or not starting, we have firepower in the sense that, you know, when we get to the 60th minute, 70th minute, 80th minute, we've got people we can bring on that can change the game instantly. Arthur, I, I think, is the prime example of that. Um, you know, we, we've no, seen it a no few times. Up. Yeah, no we've, we've, seen it, we've seen it a few times this season where they come off the bench and instantly the game's flipped on its head um, in a good way, not in the sense of, you know, <laughs> screw it up. But, um, yeah, uh, a lot of people as well, actually, have said that Arthur should actually get, um, a, you know, more consistently get into the the starting eleven, um, which I agree with. But at the yeah, same time, that- it's not a bad thing that he's starting off on the bench because, again, he's still impacting the game. He's still helping the team win games. So, um, yeah, I mean, he is getting more regular starts, 
But I don't know if he's going to get week in, week out because at I some think... point he's probably going to have to replace someone. Um, but yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I think he should start getting some week in, week out instead of like, no, no offence to the board, but he is doing well. But Delfonso, because I think the part, I think I'd want to see the partnership start starting like from the start instead of like coming on like say 60th minute or 70th minute and then forming the duo straight away. Mm. I think if they start together like Doyle and Arthur, give some time to like pass it pass it about, sort movements out. For like I've seen in some of the recent games, as soon as Arthur came on, it was like five minutes and the duo was sorted already. Yeah. Um I I, I do get what you're saying. Um in the sense that, you know, if as well, for example, if um, Doyle and Arthur both start. It seems that we end up scoring sooner, um, in the sense that you know, um, it's not taking us as long. Um, whereas obviously as well, if, if Arthur comes on in like the seventieth minute or like eightieth minute, then obviously that is then time restricted in the sense that he's he's only got you know if he comes on in the eightieth minute he's got what ten minutes to blooming. Do something. Stoppage. Yeah. yeah, he's he's got ten minutes to do something, which he can do. It's just it's not a guarantee. It just puts more pressure on him. Um, which I think a player like Arthur, I I don't know. I don't know if he's one that. But I mean, obviously, again, we we spoke about Everts. You know, the pressure he puts on on this team. But um, I don't know if Arthur is one of the, one of those players that like performs well under pressure, or if he needs to be a bit more laid back in order to perform but um yeah I don't know um I, I I would like to see him you know start week in week out uh especially when Delfonso he is a bit average right now but um I mean yeah. it is it is expected you know he dropped off in form he's come back he had a few good games and now he's kind of in that middle area where it's like he's not doing bad but he's not doing anything that's amazing you know but um I'm, I'm sure Delphonse will be back to himself very soon. Um, and he, he's still all over the place, which is what I like to see. You know, he, he's not just wandering. He's he's actually running all over that pitch, which is, is a very pleasing sight. Um, but yeah, on to the Bradford game tomorrow. It's going to be a very tricky game, I think. Um, it's going to be one of our harder games for sure. I think we've got a run of pretty difficult games now, right? Bradford, Cambridge, Forest Green, I think. Forest is Green is a bit... I don't know. It's a 50-50 because Forest Green haven't I'm been on the best of form lately. Yeah. Obviously, the Forest Green game, which is on the 27th, I think I read. But I think that's I completely like wrong. 17th or 12th or 17th or something. There's a seven in it. <laughs> yeah. But you'll be able to find it. Um, I think Bolton obviously tweeted that um, a few days ago. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got pretty difficult games coming up. Um, but I mean, again, this could just be us being way too confident. But I think we can still win those games. It just obviously depends on the day. But... Um, I think Bradford, you know, we're going to be looking for revenge anyway because obviously we haven't played them since the start of the season and we lost. <laughs> but um, One nil. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think we can beat them, especially with the quality we've got. It's just a matter of what they're like, because I haven't seen anything since we last played them, and I don't even remember Maybe. that game. So, I don't know. It could go either way, realistically. You know, I reckon it could even be a dull game and it could be a nil-nil. But um, obviously, we want to win and we have been finding ways to win. Um, so you never know. Maybe if it is a nil-nil, maybe in the 90th minute, mm-hmm. man like Arthur bangs in a goal or Miller. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, how, how do you see this game panning out? I am actually going to go 3 nil, Bolton. Jesus Christ. Yep. 3 0. 3 0. You didn't know it's Bradford, right? <laughs> yeah. Dial twice, and I'm going to go Miller. Where are we at? Bradford are towards top of the table, right? Or have I completely made that up? I think I've Flip made it. that up. One sec. Um, wait, so are they further down? Right. Yeah. Okay, so obviously we're sat in sixth. Oh, they're 10th. Mad. Okay, I don't know where I got that from, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as well, while I've got the table up, it is very close. It's, it, honestly, the points are mental, realistically. Um, but yeah, Cheltenham at the top of the table with 56 points. Cambridge a second with 55, and then obviously Forest Green with 54. Uh, Bolton, sat in sixth, are on 50. We are four points behind Forest Green, which is oh, mad. And oh. we are six points off of first. <laughs> it's not impossible. Two wins. Two wins. It's literally not impossible. And Forest Green, in fact, let me look at their recent form because Forest Green is one of the harder ones, especially when it comes to... Tuesday will be hard as well. We need to beat Forest Green, though, in order to almost, you know, close the gap. Um but yeah, let me look at their recent form because I know they lost the other day. Okay, they actually... Okay. Hang on. Uh, where is it? Okay, so this is their past three games. Okay. Now, they played South End. This is one that shocked a lot of people. Um, it shocked me. Shocked yeah, me as well. It shocked a hell of a lot of people. Forest Green lost 3-1 to South End. How? 3-1. <laughs> How? That's we not possible. Um, uh, then they went on to beat Colchester 3 0, which, okay. But then the most recent game, on the 2nd of March, they lost to Stevenage 3 0. So, Forest Green, right. their form has been a bit up and down lately. Um, what, Bradford? And, uh, let me have a look. Uh. Bradford, Bradford, Bradford. Where are they at? There they are. All right. Bradford's... Oh, God. Although... Okay, the past five games, they've won them all. Oh, great. Well, no, but you said that. Scunthorpe were the same, and we beat them. There was True. another team that was the same, and we beat them. I've forgotten who that was. I think Barrow was the one that was on form, and we beat them. So, who's the beating them? So, hang on. They have, yeah, I mean, the teams you, you'd expect them to beat, realistically, but, um, I mean, they built they beat Cheltenham 2-0 on the 20th of February. Oh. Um, 23rd of February, they beat Letton Orient 1-0, which obviously we beat them 
was it 2-0, 2-1? 2-0, yeah. 2-0. And then, to be fair, they look like they're struggling against teams they probably should batter, I'll be honest. Um, Walsall, they won 2-1. But then against Mansfield, they only won 1-0. So, I don't know. They don't seem to be on the best of form, but obviously they're not on the worst of form because they're still obviously picking up points. But um, I don't know. I still think it's going to be a hard game. But judging by those score lines, like the Mansfield one stands out quite a bit. Like team like Mansfield, yeah. they're okay. They're a decent side, but Bradford should probably put them away. Um, I mean, we can't really talk about that because Bolton have had a few games like that. But you know, um, but yeah, I don't know. I still think they could turn up and give us problems for sure. Um, I don't know. I, but by, judging by their um, score lines, it looks like they also have an issue of being. Um, Consistent. No, like they're pretty consistent, but um, what's the word? I've forgotten the word completely. Um, I said it earlier about you know when, when scoring clinical. That's the one. Um, yeah, it seems that they're not as clinical as they probably could be. Um, obviously, I don't sit and watch Bradford games, so I can't really, you know, <laughs> comment whether that's the case. But it looks that way at least. Um, just judging by the fact that we've had similar. Um, results and we're not um, clinical um, or not as clinical as we should be. Um, but yeah, three nil. You're saying? I mean, yeah, it's not impossible. Back in the boys. Uh, what should Which I, I go for? Season. Do I go positive or do I go for a draw? <laughs> I'm not going for a loss because I, I don't think we'll lose. But um, what, what did I say last week? I don't remember. Was that positive? Yeah, you went 2 0 win, I think. 2 0, okay. Uh, I'll say 2 0 again. <laughs> we'll go with it. <laughs> um, I think Doyle will get one. And I reckon the man, the myth, the Miller will get one. Um, so, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Like I, in my brain, I'm actually thinking about it, and I'm like, "Oh, but this could happen, and then this could happen, and it's just anyway." Um, but yeah, uh, so obviously a three nil is what's predicted by Tyler, and then the two nil is what I have predicted. Um, we just have to wait and see what happens now. Um, I'm confident going into the game. I'm going to be honest. I Definitely. Just, I just don't know if we will comfortably win. I think if we do win, it's going to be a close game. I think just in general, um, you know, this could be a game where we don't necessarily dominate the other team. Because um, obviously in in recent games, we, we've dominated the ball. Like we, we've held, we've had more possession. Um, or at least it looks that way anyway. I don't know about the actual stats, but, um, you know, it looks like, you know, I, I think it was something stupid, like 23 passes or something that we did before. Uh, Doyle scored in our last game. It was uh, yeah, twenty so. odd passes, and um, that just shows. Like, can you imagine Bolton doing that last season? Can you imagine if we did that last season? Actually, we'd actually have had a we, decent season. We, yeah, we'd be in playoffs. <laughs> we'd actually have a decent season. But um, yeah, I mean, actually, let's briefly talk about that. Actually, uh, I, me and Tyler have both mentioned stuff like this again in previous episodes. But um, yeah, like. For example, players like Bridcott that were loaned in last season, would you like to have maybe seen them stick around and maybe, 
not necessarily this season, but just in general, you know, maybe stick around and, you know, because I mean, I've said before that it would have been interesting to see like Keith Hill manage um, a Bolton side that hasn't got minus 12. I think that would be, it, I, I mean, it wouldn't be a, a, the most amazing of seasons, but I think it'd be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, do you think players like Bridcut, like Valinden, would have been a good fit for like this team? I think Valinden would have been because he's Valinden baller. Yeah, way. yeah. Better looking in um, Netherlands, by the way. He could have he could have stuck around, and him and Politic could have been ballers on them flanks. No offense, no offense to like Iskro, but yeah. Them two on the flank and then maybe switch on one side to the other or player one, yeah. bench, bench, player one. I think he would have done well with the likes when we had Kioso because he could have helped Kioso to yeah. push forward and then he could have come back a bit. And then if ball ball's been lost, we, he could have gone, took it off him and then crossed it in. Mm. I, think, I mean, yeah. yeah. V- Verlinden, he, he, honestly... You know when you see on Twitter them like posts of people that are like, "What's the one loan move you wish you could have back or something?" Verlinden, yeah, Verlinden, Verlinden is always the one that pops into my head every single time. You obviously there'll be people that'll be like, "Oh, but w- what about Lafondra?" I'm sorry, I'd take Verlinden. He wasn't alone. He wasn't alone. <laughs> he was to begin with. You know, he, he was. was he? He, yeah, we loaned him. We loaned. Honestly, he's been at Bolton about four times, lad, <laughs> and we've loaned him before that. So, um, but yeah, Villinden's always the one that pops into my head, um, just because of how how he was. Like, even as well, the one thing that stands out as well, um, obviously, as Bolton fans, a lot of you will know Fogden, the YouTuber. Um, yeah, uh, he uh, was going through some stuff with his. With, I think his friend had uh, committed suicide or, or something. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And around that time, he still went to Bolton games, obviously, because COVID wasn't a thing. And Verlinden gave him his his shirt that he wore that game. Like, he didn't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen, I seen the walk. He, yeah. Like, Verlinden, honestly, he just, he just strikes me as such an amazing person. Like, the fact that he's on loan at the club and, you know, he then obviously... Has, has figured out who Fogden is and then, you know, seeing he's going through some stuff and then gives him, like, his shirt from that Stein, game. Stein shirt. Is a madness. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Verlinden is is the player that I wish would come back. Obviously, I still wish Lafondra would come back, which hasn't... Yeah. hasn't um, that's interesting, actually. Hasn't their season finished? Or am I... Tripping? No, they've got a few more weeks. No, because I don't know. There was a picture on Instagram the other day that I saw, but they were posing with the trophy. Is that is the league finished, or is there still some cups to do and stuff? No, I don't even know. I don't. No offense to the country or anything. I do not. Yeah, I, 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 I don't have a clue. I know the football encyclopedia, but I do not know <laughs> about that country. Yeah, the only reason I know this is because I I followed Mumbai when Lafondre signed for them, so <laughs> that's the only reason. But um. Yeah, I don't know. Let me try and find that, actually, because that's going to... Is he going back to Sydney? Is he coming back to us? Or is he staying at Mumbai? Well, I don't know, because from what I read, the reason Sydney loaned him out was because, well, one, his contract was very close yeah, to, his contract, to an yeah. end. But then they were kind of just like, you know, we can't necessarily afford to pay all of your wages. I think that's what I 
I saw somewhere. We can. We can. I mean, it does appear that way. I'm not going to lie. But um, hang on. Let me quickly try and find this. Because it's going to bug me otherwise. Ever. Get in contact. Uh, I think they're playing today, actually, Mumbai. I'm not too sure. All I know is Ufondra is the top scorer in that league. Oh, they're, in, they're in a semi-final today of a cup. I know that. Um, I think the league may have finished. I'm not too sure. You Why just did they pull so many times in one day? Jesus Christ. You'll have to type in and Google them. Uh, Was see, it Mumbai City? There's loads of... Look, like... like Oh, so, see, right, I'm confused because I don't know what their actual league is over in in India because there's one here of them holding um, the Hero ISL League Shield, but I don't know if that's their main league or if what's that's the, just a cup. What's the team name? The team name? Yeah, Mumbai. Oh, Mumbai City FC. But, um, yeah, I don't know. There's loads. Yeah, they've won something called the Hero ISL Shield. Again, I don't know if that's... Um, oh, yeah, no, I, th- I, think, I think that is their league. Because it says yeah, league winners. League. So, yeah, league. the league's finished. They've just got a couple of cups left to do. Um, but, I mean, yeah, that, that's an interesting... Um, Thing obviously, me and Tyler have made no secret that we would love LaFondra to come back to Bolton. <laughs> it would just be the best day of my life. I'm I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, I, whether it will happen is a completely different story. Um, I think honestly, now this is no disrespect to Delfonso, but maybe you know. I think if LaFondra ever did come back to Bolton, especially around Cut this deal. time, nah, not, not necessarily that, but I think he'd come in. Obviously, he's going to have to play instead of someone. Um, so I reckon the person he'd probably replace, at least right now, would be Delfonso, which I'm going to be honest, I ain't going to be mad about. <laughs> you know, you know when you were saying about um, LaFondra's cousin? Yeah. Guess where he is? With LaFondra. Is he? Yeah. Is he in Mumbai? Yeah. Mad. Uh, <laughs> don't know when that happened. But yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like like I've just said, um, I don't think, you know, I, 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 I don't think it will happen. But I mean, it could happen. Tyler looks shocked. I'm confused. On about LaFondra. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's, he's balling it this season. 20 goals in 125 minutes. Goals per match, 0.55. <laughs> See, this, this, right. Why does this surprise you? <laughs> we know LaFondra can do this. <laughs> why, why are you so shocked? I didn't think he'd do it in that league, though. Why? <laughs> like, LaFondra's a baller. He's been everywhere. Sure. He's been in every league, I'm pretty sure. In England, anyway, pretty much. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, oh, LaFondra, please, if somehow you're watching this, please come back. Yeah, contact. <laughs> it, it would we're, be we're, so we're good. you on the podcast. Oh, it would be amazing, you know. Um, have imagine, LaFondra imagine, come back. That would imagine be. the scenes. He signs for us and then he's on our podcast. He does imagine another blooming... He does another blooming I'm back video. <laughs> Have you not seen that? When, yeah. when, whenever I'm he last time for us. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Guess what team I'm on? Again. <laughs> Guess what team I'm on? <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, oh, just thinking about it gives me goosebumps. Like, that's not even a lie. Um, but, yeah. Whether it will happen, we don't know. Um, by the way, that's not like a transfer rumour. There is no rumours that that will happen. I'm just saying it's not impossible, <laughs> you know. Um, but I don't know. It all depends if, you know, obviously, one, what his wages are, and two, if we can afford them, um, which obviously, I know we brought in Madison on loan, but, I mean, Madison would have pretty big wages if we did, you know, sign him. Um, I think he, he does want to stay, I think. <laughs> Who, Madison? Yeah. I mean, I'd take it. I, I said this last week, I think. Um, of all the loans we brought in, I think Madison should be priority to try and make it permanent. Um, but yeah, also another thing, just to kind of finish off, um, I don't know how long we've been going for because there's no timer on my screen this week for some reason. But um, yeah, <clears throat> to finish off... Uh, it does now appear that, obviously, since uh, the Britons, if you don't know, Football Ventures, that, um, you know, the ones that are literally, in my eyes, they are God, because, <laughs> obviously, they, they, they've kept us alive. Um, and, yeah, it, it does now appear that we are in a more financially stable situation, um, which is, obviously, massive. Obviously, I, I, I don't think we're completely out of the water in terms of, Certain debts that still have to be paid, but you I think know, there's two debt, two debts that needs to be paid. Which I mean, compared to literally last season, is where we had about say twenty debts that have yeah, to be paid. I mean, madness. You know, and then because the minus twelve. You know, the the devil that we should not ever mention ever. Um, but He's yeah, a club in Dubai. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for them, but you know what? It's not our problem. So have fun, but um. Yeah, I mean, it does appear that we're now in a more financially stable situation. Um, what do you reckon can, can, can be done, though? Like, do, do you reckon we can start maybe, you know, being a bit more of a normal football club when it comes to transfers and stuff? You know, like... Yeah. Because obviously, could, yeah. with us, our tra the transfers we've made that are the ones that are permanent have been free transfers. Mm -hmm. We haven't actually bought anyone, so to speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, do you reckon we can start being a bit more of a normal football club in terms of that? Yeah, but I'd say start, start next season, I think we will. Because I think if ever is still here, hopefully he is. I, I, I mean, think you, if, if he's not after the performance with performances yeah. we've been doing, yeah, if he's not here, I would question the Britons. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> yeah. And I think he, 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 he does want to sign someone, I think he wants to sign about three players on permanent transfers. I actually go out and buy him. Which I, I, I do think Madison's going to be at the top of his list because... I think he wants to buy an actual keeper as well. Yeah. I mean, That's we need that, he, for sure. He wanted he wanted to buy a keeper, a stri another striker, before like, getting like, 
say Arthur and Miller. I feel like it, actually. Then, I wouldn't mind that being permanent. I'm not going to lie. And I, I'd say get another defender just in case someone else goes out and one or gets injured. I think that's what he wants to try and do. Yeah. Um, just yeah. depending on the budget-wise. Yeah. That's obviously, again, the main thing. We obviously do not know anything to do with our finances. But um, other than the fact that we are still in debt, but it's nowhere near as bad as it was. Um, and as we just said, we are more financially stable now since the Britons have taken over. Um which, by the way, can we just massive round of applause to the Britons as well? By the way, they they are honestly the best owners anybody could ask for. Um, you know, just in, just in one thing that springs to mind: um, Sharon Britton, a few months ago, I think maybe before the season started or just as it started. Um, yeah, there was I think a fan had an issue or something with his season ticket, or he was. I'll be honest, I don't remember the situation perfectly. I think I know what you mean. I think but, I think he was ill and he, he didn't want yeah. to lose his season ticket. Yeah, he, he didn't want to lose his season ticket. So then Sharon Britton, I think, did she pay or just give him a season ticket? She, she's either paid think, for it think, or she's given no, it to him. The, I think the kid wanted to give it to like his granddad or something so he can go while he's ill. Yeah. I mean, and Sharon, I think is, Sharon Britton paid, paid it off for him. Yeah, which is... I mean, you know what, fair play, because there is not a lot of owners, especially the devil. The devil would never have done that, ever. Um, the devil would be like, no, I'm ripping that scene ticket off. No. <laughs> and it'd be like, you can't give unless, me money anymore. Well, why, why, why would I give, un- give unless, it you Unless you give me this amount of money, I'll sort the club out and I'll give you a season ticket. Yeah, but um, I mean, that's just mental. I think there was another one the other day that she's done. I'll be honest, I didn't read that one, but I think she did something the other day but yeah just massive credit to the Britons because one not just for saving our football club but for actually caring about this football club um th- I mean literally a season ago we were on the brink of not being a thing anymore which a liquidation yeah I mean we, we were about to disappear off the face of the earth like 100 plus years of history was ab- about to be were wiped um and obviously sadly Bury didn't make it but um which I, doing by well. the way they're doing well though they're doing well though are they doing well because apparently this they've still not got a takeover which baffles me to be completely honest but yeah it's still uh, this is what annoyed me it, EFL did not grant them to come back to week two no it was what national league he, I think as well like, they weren't even allowed to enter it? National League. What division? I don't know, but they're, they're low down on like the football pyramid, aren't they? Twelve tier of English football department. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, club like Bury. Look, like, okay, I understand you've got rules and regulations that you've got to follow. Cool, but I'm not being funny. When when there's a club like Bury who have been around just as long as Bolton have, one know, of the first ever clubs. Yeah, and they've they, they've just been. Thanos snapped out, out, out of existence. And it's like, you know, now there's a lot of conspiracies almost that come out of this, um, which we definitely got lucky in the sense that we were talking to the right people at the right time, um, them being obviously football ventures. Um, but uh, 
Yeah, with Bury, there was a lot of stories that came out around that. And, you know, apparently there was an offer on the table 15 minutes before the deadline, which never got considered. Don't, again, I, I don't know how true this is, so take this with a pinch of salt. But, um, yeah, and then obviously now there's still stories going on. Um, like Tyler just said, they weren't allowed back in League Two. Um, they weren't allowed in um, National League. I think that got denied. And now they've been... Yeah plonked in the the 12th tier of football like it's ridiculous to be quite honest and obviously i i'd say now the league in general is a bit more financially stable um obviously there's still clubs that are going to have money trouble but there are certain situations where that can't necessarily be avoided um but i mean as far as I'm aware, the EFL still has not made any changes, you know, and pretty much anybody can still go and buy a football club. Like, Steve Dale, by the way, is the most, like, look, as much stick, right, as the devil gets, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think, I mean, look, what he's done is bad. I'm, I'm not saying that. But what Steve Dale did, in some ways, is arguably worse in the sense, especially the way it ended, you know, with them not even existing anymore. And the fact that he bought them for a pound, you know, he didn't even know that it was a football club. Like, what? <laughs> that baffles me. Like, he's there. He's got his quid, you know. One pound, by the way, just to put into context, I know everybody knows what, what a pound is. You could buy sweets for a pound. You could buy anything in Poundland for a pound, <laughs> And he bought a football club, you know, like that's a pretty decent bargain. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, there's a lot of responsibilities that come with it. But, you know, to buy a whole football club for a pound is a pretty damn good deal. And he's just gone, you know what? I'm not going to care about this. And then, you know, he, he's ran it into the ground and now they're not here. And he, he's he's still got businesses. He's still making money. He's he, He's not in financial trouble. You know, he could have saved that football club, I think. Especially not just in the sense he could have just sold it, but in the sense that he probably had enough money to invest in the club, which he just never did. Um, and he's not been affected by this, really, other than he, he can never step foot in Bury ever. But, I mean, he said he didn't even do that while he owned the club. So, but, yeah, um, <clears throat> that was... Yeah, I mean, that, obviously, if you're a Bury fan, which must be horrendous right now. But, I mean, at least you can almost rebuild. Um, at least, you know, there is something in place that, you know, maybe maybe one day you can... I don't know. Can you still go... You can watch 12-tier teams, right? And they still yeah, sell yeah. tickets and stuff. Um, yeah. At least you can, at some point, get back to watching a form of Bury. Um Obviously, it's not going to be the bury that a lot of, you know, especially the older fans that have grown up at the club, essentially. Um, you know, it's going to be a complete new experience for everyone. But, um, yeah, I mean, it. that's just, it, yeah, that, that gets me really annoyed, I'm not going to lie, because, you know, and it also does make me kind of realise, like, how close we actually were to being in that situation. Um, Was, wasn't we, like, two minutes off or something? Well, I don't know, because this is another weird thing about it, right? Which 
obviously I'm not going to complain as a Bolton fan, but obviously I can understand why Bury fans were very annoyed. Um, we got the we got a two week extension, didn't we? I think it was two weeks, so uh, it might have been like twenty four hours or something like that. Yeah, week. because the deadline passed and we were still in negotiations. Um, we ended up getting an extension, which Bury were never offered, which was what was kind of more infuriating because obviously one, especially if there's a deal on, on the like 15 minutes before the deadline, that Apparently should be they considered. Were, they were close with someone as well. And yeah, they, the they were very close. And then because the deadline passed, they were like, oh no, 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 th- th- this can't happen. And, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know why we got the extension and, you know, in the sense of that, we definitely got lucky, but, you know, I'm, Obviously, again, I'm a Bolton fan. I'm not going to complain. But, you know, obviously that is very, very, very frustrating for Bury fans. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it, it's happened. Can't really change anything now. Um, I don't know. I think even as well, though, the one good thing that came out of out of that, that whole situation was the fact that I think it united football fans everywhere regardless of what team you supported regardless of if you're in league one league two blooming premier league championship um you know it, it it did unite the country in a sense in the sense that everybody was like you know what this is wrong and it shouldn't happen you know the fact that it's been allowed to get to that stage it just should never have happened um but it did um and to be honest, I, I mean, I've said this. I do think, to a certain extent, the EFL are corrupt. I'm not going to lie. Um, because rather than help, you know, to the two clubs that have been around for, you know, they've been around for years, 100 plus years. I think if you combine Bury and Bolton's uh, history, I believe it is like, what, no, like over 200 years. Um, At least 270. Yeah, like 270 years of history was almost wiped out of existence. Um, obviously, now, if you're a Bury fan, you're never going to forget that, so it can never be completely, you know, gotten rid of. But, I mean, it's not going to be talked about, you know. Especially us, us on this podcast, we always, you know, refer to Bolton's past and stuff like that. Obviously, it's yeah. more recent past because of just... That's just because of how, how old me and Tyler are. But, um, you know, <laughs> we're not going to go back to the when we were winning the FA Cup because we weren't alive. Um, but, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I I you think. had to think it was ages ago. Um, but, yeah, uh, hopefully situation like that doesn't happen again. But I think it's... it's I. <laughs> It's almost inevitable, though, that at some point it's probably going to happen because the EFL didn't make any changes, at least not that were, you know, acknowledged or anything. Um, You know, for example, as I said earlier, you know, pretty much anybody can still go and buy a football club, assuming you have proof of funds, which we've learned means absolutely nothing because you can you can have you know like three million sat in the booming bank and go and buy a football club doesn't mean that you're going to invest it right um but yeah i mean the main thing that people wanted from the, that situation was you know the fl to just change their whole like application process of how you know owners 
go in to try and buy football clubs because just showing a piece of paper that says, oh, I have X amount in the bank doesn't mean you're going to run a football club well. Um, and like I said, us as Bolton fans are very thankful to the Britons that, one, they actually do have the money and are willing to invest it, and two, actually choosing us. <laughs> because, let's be honest, in some different universe, they probably could have saved Bury instead. You know? You never know. Um, going back, going, they chose us. Going back, going back to like the takeover, the, I think people, it was like a couple of weeks ago, like months ago, one team from the National League got taken over by a Hollywood actor. Please tell oh, me who I'm on about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. That's mad. Wrexham Football Club is now owned by Ryan Reynolds. There is another guy, but I mean, nobody knows who he is. That's why we've only yeah. said Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Absolutely yeah, I mean, mind born. Any, any celebrity. When I saw it, you know, on, on that day, because I think it was leaked first before it was actually announced or whatever, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. Ryan Reynolds just started trending and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll see. I'm, I'm a fan of Ryan Reynolds. And then I was like, I, sorry. I was, back. I was there. I was, I was like, back from, from a walk. I read it on radio. and I'm like, hang on. <laughs> Wrexham. Well, first of all, I'd never heard of Wrexham, so I didn't even know it existed. I so I was there. I was like, Wrexham. <laughs> okay. I kind of, I was kind of just like, oh, you know what? It's probably just some stupid made up thing. And then they actually, I think in the end, um, I think I saw it recommended on my YouTube when they actually did like the full, they did like a full reveal the other week, didn't they? And it was yeah. like, they were promoting the sponsors or whatever. And that got recommended to me on YouTube. And I'm like, no way in hell. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. Deadpool, has it has oh, has Rexham. bought Wrexham FC? Sorry, <laughs> I'm with the amount of money Ryan Reynolds has got. They could probably approach Ronaldo. <laughs> like that's mad. Obviously, they're not going to because Ronaldo's never going to go to the national league. But just the fact that, like, no, because I mean, let's be honest. Ryan Reynolds probably does have enough money to invest into that club. You know, they could. I mean, honestly, Wrexham probably will climb. And climb and climb and climb, and eventually we'll be in Bummy Premier League just because they've got money. Like, first it started with a class in '92 for Salford, <clears> and then David Beckham from into Miami. Now, Ryan Reynolds, who next? It's mad, you know, it is actually like, mental. There's a certain uh, Paddy McGinnis want to take over Bolton. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie, out of all of the people you could have said, I would not have said Paddy McGinnis. I'm not, not gonna lie, for Bolton anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's from but, Bolton. I get that, but I mean, just in the sense of the person Paddy is, I don't think he'd want that much responsibility. And I don't think I'd trust him with that much responsibility. <laughs> just because, you know, I mean, I'm a massive fan of Paddy McGuinness. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He's hilarious. But, you know, he's still almost... This is I, I don't know how to say this without offending people. But, <laughs> you know, he's not got the most mature brain, has he? Realistically. He's, he's almost like a big True. kid, <laughs> so probably wouldn't. But, yeah, um, I mean, it is mental, um, you know. The fact that, one, Hollywood even knows that Wrexham existed, That's I think that's <laughs> what baffled me more, was the, the fact that... What went through his mind, though? Out, out of all the places you could have gone for a football club and you've decided Wrexham, like, 
you're from America. You could have gone for a you big London got Newcastle. club. You could have got well, Newcastle. I mean, <laughs> I think I'd choose Wrexham over Newcastle. I'm not going to lie to you. But, uh, well, they were in talks and so Burnley. Yeah. But, um, no, but like like Ryan Reynolds and that, honestly, you could have gone for a big a big club. Like, could have done that quite quite easily, I'd say. Probably could have gone for, you know, let's say a Chelsea, for example. Probably could have done, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, and take over Abramovich. Yeah, he could have done. He's got enough money to do so. <laughs> I don't think Abramovich would have stepped down. Well, no, but I mean, just, you know, hypothetically, he could have tried to buy other clubs. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's mental. I do think Wrexham are now going to get the best investment well, ever, <laughs> because Christ. But um, yeah, uh, that was a massive tangent we just went on. That was completely... Yeah. But I told you, you know, I said at the start, we'd probably end up on off, off on a tangent, which we often do. Um, but yeah, hope you enjoyed this little random <laughs> trip down memory lane. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, me and Tyler, obviously, will be back next week. Um on Friday as normal. Uh I think that's I think we've covered everything. Um as as we often do, we, we haven't made notes. Uh, yep. so <laughs> hence why it's all over the place. But yeah, hope you did enjoy this episode. And remember if you are on YouTube then go ahead and hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button and also let us know in the comments uh, your score predictions for the game tomorrow. And if you are on the podcast platforms, don't forget to get, leave us a five-star rating. Um, and, yeah, we will see you next week and hopefully but we're closer to top three because anything can happen. But, yeah, peace. <laughs>